Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Dreamers Succeed podcast. Uh, today you're going to understand why I call them episodes because we have some epic, epic guests joining us today. Uh, I met these people from the moment that I met them. I was immediately enrolled in their vision, in the love that they have for bringing hope to the world. So with no further ado, please help me welcome Sean and Jen, co-hosts of Hope Radio Podcast. And you're going to learn a little bit more about that. And for those of you who will have the benefit of the video, GQ couple right here, beautiful, gorgeous on the inside <laughs> and on the outside. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yay! Thank you. Happy to be here. I'm so happy you all made the time. I know you're busy. I know you've got crazy, busy schedules, but I, I am so grateful to you and, and honored to have you um, on the show and to be able to share you and, and show you off to our audience. Oh, thank you so much. We're excited to be here and uh, happy and excited to share. Good, good, good. So how are things? How are things in your neck of the woods? Great. It's nice. And we're in California, so it's beautiful. It's hot and sunny. And I mean, we love it here. Awesome. Yeah, we're up, at, we're up in the mountains. We're, um, our house is about 2,200 foot elevation. So we're about 45 minutes outside of Lake Tahoe. So we're, where we actually live is on a, on a big divide. So we've got pine trees all around us. We've got sunshine, blue skies. We were already down at the river this morning, hanging out, playing, <laughs> splashing each other, taking videos, having fun. So it's a, it. it's awesome. It's been a great morning. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. I love that. So you have the both of uh, the best of both worlds. You have the California and the sun and the everything, but you have the mountains and and the trails, which is always a big deal. So yeah, so again, <laughs> I, I thank you for taking time out of that, out of out of all that beauty that you have around you to sit with us for a little bit. And, and share. So I want to get right into, because I was so inspired by their story and how Hope Radio came to be. And, and if you don't mind sharing with us a little bit about just the, the, the transition from life to, to what we're called to do. Yeah. So, you know, for, for us, uh, the Hope Radio podcast was a seed that was planted um, in us by God about 10, 11 years ago. In, in my former business, I used to be a financial advisor and uh, spent 22 years in that industry. And one of the ways in which I marketed for new clients was through the radio. Mm -hmm. And so I started a radio show um, about investments back in 2009. And I want to say I was a year or two into it, finally had gotten a groove, knew it was going to continue to work for me, was going to continue to do it. And I just felt like, you know, somebody had given me a word and it just, it, I, I couldn't get it out of my head. And it was this idea about hope, hope radio, hope radio podcast, something along those lines. But, you know, at the time I was knee deep in financial services. Um, also, if you remember back, the economy was recovering from the great recession. Mm -hmm. uh, unemployment was ticking down and, and employment was going up. People were doing well, stock market was doing well. So the whole message of hope didn't seem to be, you know, at the forefront of the economic environment at the time, and certainly not at the forefront of what we were doing. I mean, I was super busy with, with the financial services practice. So it just kind of stayed in the background and, um, and, and was there. And every once in a while, something would trigger. In fact, actually, I had talked about it to a friend, and this, uh, this friend of ours had made me a sign that said, Hope Radio. Yeah. And uh, we have it at the at the office. So every time I would look at it, it would be like one of these things that would remind me of what God had yeah. dropped as a as a little seed to us some some years before. And um, I sold that financial services practice in 2018. Jen thought we were retired. I was like, <laughs> No, we're not. We're not retired. We don't we don't have enough money to retire yet. But uh, sold that practice and then um, jumped into a family business. We started flipping houses uh, here in Sacramento. We said, well, we watched enough Tarek and Christina and Chip and Joe. And we thought, you know, we can go do this. We can go flip houses. And then, you know, it just happened that I invited my oldest son to come, you know, thrash and demo a house with me. And then he never left. He became our project manager. I love it accumulated more kids and so <laughs> all of 2019 we, we flipped about six houses and then heading into this year um, you know beginning in the early of the year we were at the tail end trying to sell two and we had three more in the pipeline and then when COVID hit 
it just really kind of shut down everything. Um, shut down our forward progress on the houses. You know, everyone was locked down and quarantine and stuff. And and um, I don't sit idle for very long, nor does Jen. <laughs> so I think we were in it maybe a week, week and a half or so. And then all of a sudden, Berta, I swear, I was just flooded. I couldn't get this idea. The Hope Radio podcast came flooding back in. Mm. And I just felt like God was saying, now's the time. I planted that seed a long time ago. It's been in your mind. Now's the time to move forward. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I looked at Jen and I said, I think we got to do this whole Hope Radio podcast thing. And she's like, what? She's a planner. <laughs> you know, so like, she's like, it needs to be scheduled. It needs to be planned. It needs to be well thought out. Right. You know, and I just grabbed her and I said, she's like, what are we going to do? Who are we going to talk to? And I said, I don't know. I'm just going to call a couple friends at first and we'll start <laughs> it that way. You know, and I kind of bargained with God and I said, listen, we'll do this whole Hope Radio podcast thing, but you need to help us find the guests. <laughs> Because, you know, at, at the time, she says, well, how many are we going to do? And I said, I kind of feel like he wants us to do an episode a day. She's all an episode a day. You know, what, what are you talking Like, people do one episode a week. I said, I know, but we're in lockdown. This is going to last for like two weeks or three weeks or whatever. I feel like we're, <laughs> yeah, right? we're, you know, it's like an episode a day, not realizing six months later, here right. we are. But, you know, so the whole idea of it was uh, we just jumped and uh, and just began and the reason that we did it is that we just felt like there would be a lot of people that were feeling anxious, that were feeling nervous, that were feeling worried or fearful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jen and I were high school sweethearts. We've been married for 26 years, together for 31. We've been through some some stuff. Yeah. And so having been through that stuff, um, you, you know, we don't get rattled easy. And so I just felt like, you know, we're going to be all right, but let's, let's see if we can't help others kind of um, adjust to this and, and the idea was if we could share stories, ideas, profiles, interviews with people that had overcome significant adversity in their life, that those stories could be a light, a lamp, you know, shining hope down on others. And so that's really the idea behind the podcast was to be a beacon of light, beacon of hope for others, sharing stories of people persevering, overcoming, going through trials, mm-hmm. through adversity, and and coming out on the on the other side. And and uh, I really wanted Jen to be a real integral part of it because in all of the radio experience I'd had in financial services, it was just me. And so like she was kicking and screaming. I had to kind of pull her by her hair a little bit. I but. still kick and scream every single time. <laughs> like it's, it's not my thing. It's like, he's like the radio guy. He's always been on the radio. And so that's his thing. So I, I'm still kicking and screaming every single time, but I'm always glad when it's when I do it and it's over. <laughs> She's glad when it's done. She's yeah. not glad to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no. I, I love doing it yeah. when I'm in it. Yeah. Um, just you don't like looking forward. to No, it. everyone's stories are just so amazing, and we end up leaving hope filled. So yeah. we're like, wow, that was just so great. So it always puts us in a better mood. We're happier. We're like. That was really cool. But on the way there, I, yeah, I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> Absolutely. But- and I, and I feel you. What, what's funny is that, that Jen, you're such a natural. Like I, 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 was, I was telling you both before we jumped on that, that to me, you, you, this, is, this is like your life. Like you, how do you not have a radio show or a TV show? And, and, and what is <laughs> happening here? Because you really just are, it's just part of you. And I think it probably comes from, that that ingrained in your dna desire to serve and and yeah. know that you really are serving through the podcast on on just so many levels and, and so many beautiful right. levels so i yeah. i i can i can totally i understand what you're saying but i th- i mean i started my podcast on a dare right people know that <laughs> that i i don't like i will not not take on a dare and this is, <laughs> My daughter's boyfriend was like, you know, you should start a podcast. And, and I'm like, no, it's just not. This was, you know, what Thanksgiving weekend last year. And, and, and I said, you know, it's just not on my radar. That's not something that and he goes, yeah, but it would be really good because that way you can interview people that are like-minded and that serve and want to give and be generous. And I said, yeah, but it's just not. And my son looked over at him and says, if you dare her to do it, she's going to do it. And he goes, I dare you. And then that was it. Stuck, stuck. So, so I hear you, Jen. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's a lot, especially listen, an episode a day. How did you? How did you find the guests to do an episode a day? 
Well, you know, that was one of those things that I, I just felt like, um, you know, often, you know, faith is belief without knowing, you know, it's the, it's the whole concept that you believe without certainty, that you trust without certainty. And so the reality of it is, is I just felt like if we could find a guest and then talk to that guest and then have them potentially refer us to other people, because I mean, the beautiful thing about this is that when I was doing show on investments, investments are very narrow. So like if you're not somebody that likes investments or understands them or whatever, you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to tune in. What I love about the subject of hope is it's so broad. It's, it's made for a lot more of, of opportunities to have conversations with people, whether it be people that have experienced adversity or people that have a word for people that are going through anxiety. I mean, we had a guy on our show that is a world renowned hypnotist that deals with anxiety, the anxiety relief guy. And so to have, you know, an opportunity to have him on the show, you know, he, it's not about some significant trial or tribulation he went through, but his message could be shared with others. So like, I, I felt like the subject matter being as broad as it is on, on hope has helped us. But uh, I mean, I've searched Instagram, I, I searched stories of hope initially, I reached out to people via Instagram, told them what we were trying to do. And, and I would say probably 15 or 20 of our guests that we've had on have been through me trying to find people yeah. with some sort of a, of a story to share. And then um, the vast majority of them have been people that have been on the show, that enjoyed the experience, that support us, and then are referring us to, to other people that may have a story to share. Amazing. I love that. And I think, I think again, anytime that we're in that service mode and we're paying attention to the signs and, and God's whispers, and sometimes, you know, a big knock on the head, <laughs> what are you waiting for? But, but you know yeah. what, you, you touched a little bit on, on that seed, once that seed was planted and, and then you had this friend who, who just saw the vision enough mm -hmm. to, you know, create a graphic and you, you had it in your office. I'm a big believer in the yeah. power of, of vision and, and vision boards. I believe in vision boards. And just that that was always there, that it, it brought it to, it made it tangible that it was something that was going to happen. So tell mm -hmm. me for both of you or each of you, how, uh, how important or how, I, and I know it's important. So important is not the right, the right word to, to include in this sentence, but how, intentional are you about paying attention to those signs as they come that's that's a great question yeah you want to take it or go for it <laughs> <laughs> um i would say that i've learned to be a lot more um observant mm -hmm. of those whispers i think when you when you've lived enough life and worked on your faith enough you know that still small voice that that kicks around in your head and and i recognize it when it's something that that doesn't leave me easily you know yeah. like i feel like when you get a word from the holy spirit or whatever it, it it'll come from nowhere usually be random mm -hmm. it'll be something that enters your head and then if you try to forget it or try mm -hmm. to get, get away from it, it you can't you can't shake it yeah. right mm -hmm. and so um i think you you go through enough of those types of experiences to trust in them mm -hmm. and then once you trust in it, it's like it's like right now i've got I feel like he's given me lots of words, you know, and I feel, I feel like I've written the stuff down. I try to journal. I try to pay attention to that. Um, I feel like, you know, we've got this whole hope radio podcast, but I feel like uh, God has done the same thing. We didn't even know it was happening with Jen streaking with the cool kids mm -hmm. challenge. And I feel like that was this whisper. It was this, this thing that she decided to do that's turned into a lot bigger thing. And then I feel like we're getting, now those whispers from him out of this whole process of paying attention. And I think, honestly, I think that's a function of the time. I think the great pause is mm -hmm. what they're calling this time has allowed everybody to self-reflect, yeah. to, to be in a, a quiet space, to maybe have the opportunity to pay attention to those whispers because, you know, pre COVID, you know, everything's great. The economy's doing great. People are working. I mean, everybody's busy. Everyone, you know, like you barely got time for X or Y or whatever. So how are you going to hear anything through all that noise? And, and so I think that this time has allowed us to, uh, number one, have enough experiences to pay attention to it more, to trust in it more, but then also to be more aware of it just because of, of the, 
you know, the, the opportunity to have quiet time right now during these uh, lockdowns and, mm -hmm. and quarantines, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and Jen, I do want to talk about your, your challenge and how that started because we spoke about a week ago and now I'm, I'm sort of joining in there because <laughs> we talked about maybe training for Kelly. So, so yeah, uh, we'll, we're all going to play. And, and I know Sean, uh, I have it on record that he agreed that since he's followed you yes. the world, <laughs> he will follow yeah. you up to the summit. So Jen, can you talk to us a little bit about how that came to be and that, that passion that you brought with it that has just exploded? Yeah. Well, it started seven years ago. So Sean and I run, I, I've been running since 2012 and Sean joined in later, but, um, she had to drag me by my hair <laughs> kicking and screaming. He was like, why would anyone want to run? Like, <laughs> that's just not what we do. So I just did my own thing. And honestly, I just kind of showed up for a half marathon with no training and was like, I am going to run a half marathon. So that's what I did. I just showed up and, um, but it all started seven years ago. Um, through Instagram, I decided I wanted to do a run streak with my family, basically. I'm like, let's just, you know, run, walk, whatever, for, for 30 days. And so the kids were little, and we all just did it. We showed up, and we did it, and that was that. But what I didn't realize is because I was posting daily, other people from the outside were like, well, we want to do what you're doing. We, can we do it too? Can we do it too? And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? And so that's how it originally started. Um, then I decided next, the following year, everyone started asking me, are we going to do the streak again? And I'm like, I guess I'm, I'm actually really reluctant every year because it does take a lot of work for me right. and planning. And, you know, so it's just, it's, it's a little stressful and, and time consuming. Mm -hmm. So that happened. And then just, you know, we're on year seven. We just had year seven. It's every June because... I don't know why we picked June, but that's just when I started doing it. But um, yeah, so we're on the seventh year now and it has just grown. I, this year we had over 6,500 people oh from all over the world <laughs> in every single state. And, you know, they want to participate in this 30 day challenge. And basically it's just run, walk, jog one mile every single day. And mm -hmm. my whole goal and motivation for it wasn't to get the Boston Marathon or runner you know, to be a streaker. Mm -hmm. Um, it was more like to get somebody off the couch. That's never, ever moved before, basically mm -hmm. never have has run a mile before walked a mile. So that was my, my goal in mind was like, I I'm happy that runners want to run, but it's the ones that I wanted to target that maybe necessarily like Sean had thought, I'm not running. I don't want to move a mile. Like I cannot do a mile. So I wanted to give them the encouragement that yes, you can, you know, I'll motivate you. I'll, I'll be your biggest cheerleader and I'll get you through 30 days. So that's kind of how it all ended up uh, coming about. And we're just, you know, keep, keep going at it. So she's not going to toot her own horn. So I, I know I, I was going to, yeah. I was going to ask you, Sean, how many countries and all, and all this, but go ahead, please. Cause I know, I know Jen won't. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, she 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 won't. But I mean, she gets she gets messages every single year, like messages mm -hmm. that would make you tear up. Messages of, wow. you know, thank you so much. You 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 helped me reconnect. I used to be a runner twenty years ago, but after a couple of kids and you know a divorce, and I you know I gained thirty pounds, and I just I just lost sight of it. You've helped me connect with that. She's had people say you've helped me connect with my children. You know, you've helped me with my marriage with my spouse because now we have this time together. We've gone out. We've actually been able to talk. I've lost. 20 pounds, you know, like these stories, they, 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 they're, they're just, they're just awesome. All born out of, mm -hmm. you know, her just starting the streak. But, yeah. you know, in, in saying that, I mean, she is extremely inspiring. She's always positive. She's always uplifting. She posts on her Instagram all the time. She's got 50,000 plus followers on Instagram. Her stories are awesome. I just think people connect with her heart and her energy and her positivity. And then I think the streaking with the cool kids is just a, a reflection of that, you know, but we've got plans. We feel like God's telling us to make it, make it bigger and do bigger things with it. So we've always done it in June, but we're going to do a, 45 day streak at the end of the year. We're going to call it a streak into the new year with the cool kids. 
What? It'll begin on November 18th. And it'll end on January 1st, 2021. So we are super excited. Now, this is going to be more challenging because mm -hmm. it's 45 days mm -hmm. in the winter during the holidays. So excuses <laughs> will abound as to why somebody can't participate or why they stopped or whatever. But, you know, we're, we're super excited to, uh, to, to be doing that. Yeah. So that's going to be the next version or the next opportunity for for somebody to be part of a challenge that, i think uh, i think one of the really cool things is okay it's a 30-day challenge but the coolest thing is the people who don't stop you know the people who are like on their 1,000 days and it all started with streaking with the cool kids you know sean sean's the same way like four years ago we just didn't stop so we're on like day 1520 right you know because mm -hmm. we just kept going mm -hmm. yeah and it's it, we it, what's crazy about it is it, it it becomes an automatic you yeah. don't even think about it part of your mm -hmm. life mm -hmm. you know which is which has been interesting because when people have never done it before and they participate you know sometimes you know we just had some the streak end and some people said well this is the third time i've tried and this is the time that yeah, that I've, I've finally done it I've, mm -hmm. I've completed it but what what happens for some people is when you continue it it just becomes ingrained in you yeah, like i've done it on crutches i've done it in the <laughs> with the flu i've done it like i'm just like I, I, I will have to be unconscious or, you know, yeah. with, with right. God in order right. for me to not be out there getting my mile in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. And, and I think what happens is, and, and Jen, you, you could probably attest to this is, is, is from that inspiration of just wanting to get that one person off the couch. Listen, if I can just cheerlead you into more into just yeah. that one thing. And then listen, when you've been doing something for 30 days, it, it already really becomes almost you get addicted it's like oh my god yes. my, my body will know when i didn't go out and walk today sort of and and listen if you do one mile you could probably keep going and and do a couple of miles i was just telling you i you know have 18 miles on my fitbit for this week and it's and that's it's friday great. started monday but but it's 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 that sort of thing and and i think that's what i love most about both of you is that in that space of just being of service all this mm -hmm. this beauty comes up and and god is able to use you as much as he wants because you you've just opened the door and and said and I, and i know that comes from from your faith and it's just who you are but just okay use us we're paying attention we'll we'll be yeah. listening and let's see what you do so so yeah. i love that see for miami people it's very easy to do that 45 day challenge in November. <laughs> it's still hot as heck here, you know, in our, in our pre winter fall. Um, yeah. So right. You do that. So I, I want to ask you guys, because I think this is so important. And, and a lot of times when I see a very synergistic uh, couple that is very connected and both committed to being a stand for making the world a better place, how does that, especially that you have such a beautiful long lasting marriage, how does that help each individual just take things to a whole other level? That's interesting. That's a yeah. great question. Um, I think, you know, what's, what's interesting about life and about how things evolve is that, um, you know, some of the things that I most appreciate about Jen today and, and most admire and respect mm -hmm. and love about her. I didn't even know about her when we got married. You know, like we, we were high school sweethearts. We got married in our early 20s. I'm evolving every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. She, she is, definitely. And I, and I, and I, think, I think we both are, you know, but what, what's, what's crazy is that, um, you know, I, I decided my former job, I was, I was very successful in it. The practice was thriving as a financial advisor. The radio marketing had done well. I had a lot of clients, but it, it was killing me. It, it really was um, not, I, it was something that I had grown to not enjoy any longer. And, and I, I sat and I talked to Jen about it and I said, you know, we've got four boys and what kind of a legacy do I want to leave for these boys? Do I, do I want them to be holding to a job, to be holding to money, to be, mm -hmm. you know, if they're not happy. And I, and I said, I have an opportunity here. I feel like God's calling me into a different season. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's telling me that, that it's, it's, it's time for this season of this financial services practice to end. Mm -hmm. And I felt like it was a great example, you know, uh, to, to walk away from a super successful business to sell it and to go into, and at the time that we, 
decided to sell it, I had no idea what was going to be next. I just trusted God saying I needed to get out. Mm -hmm. And so all of this is to, to set up that one of the biggest surprises through the whole transition and through the whole process was uh, once I got out, like Jen was always part of the business, but she was always, you know, she, she would pay the bills. She'd be, you no, know, I had kind of, a title. Yeah. I, she, I, she was a client happiness I was a client coordinator. Happiness coordinator. Oh. <laughs> she was, she was, I, I had a job. I did not get paid though. I'm still, a little hurt about that. <laughs> she was, she was chief, ha that. chief happiness coordinator. I love that. Oh, I love. And so that. we, I mean, we, we, she would always be in the office, but in terms of like from an eight to five, how much time we spent together, it was yeah. just not that much time. And like we like hanging out. And yeah. so yeah. once the the business was sold, like, and we started flipping houses, like literally, we were connected at the hip and yeah. we'd never in all of our life we had never spent that much time together we're not one of these couples that you know thrive in marriage because of the limitation of how much time mm -hmm. they spend together because yeah. we know a few of those kind of couples right. but we're one of these couples that like we get recharged when when we're together so the whole process of being with each other 24 7 that's where the whole concept of shen sean <laughs> yes. plus jen one of our really good friends you know nicknamed us shen because she's all every every time you guys are like if i call one of you the other one's there and if you're together like you're always together and so what what that has done is through these efforts you know like for example me being on the radio initially and now jen being like i want her to be an equal partner with me on the whole hope radio podcast mm -hmm. you know like i've got a background in it she doesn't but like she's funny she's awesome and she's like she feeds off me i feed of off fun. her oh, and so to answer your question you, you know i think our relationship was taken to a deeper level because of the amount of time that we could spend with each other now and then the collaboration you know last year was the first year that i really started in earnest to help her with her pro the streaking with the cool kids challenge mm -hmm. you know i'm helping comment i'm helping motivate i'm helping you know that kind of thing came into this year now she's helping with hope radio podcast and it's like these these collaborations what our kids are seeing is you know what does it look like to be in relationship we've got mm -hmm. four boys you know what kind of a relationship are they going to to want to have how are we modeling that relationship for mm -hmm. for them and so it's it's been awesome it's it's truly been um great i think we we learn more about each other we learn yeah. more about each other's quirks and <laughs> stuff like that because of how much time we spend together but uh it's it's just been awesome i think it's it's helped us it's deepened our relationship and and help yeah. to uh, expand it in ways that we, we didn't expect. Yeah, yeah, and I can see that even even in the short time that I've known you, it's it's just there's this 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 gelling of 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 who you are, which which mm -hmm. I think is always God's intention with the marriage. But after 26 years, things sort of you know lose their luster, and it seems like what you guys have done is is you've actually probably made it better than it's ever been because yeah. you're spending that time you're sharing in your passion you're you're working towards the greater good together and i think that brings a whole other level of of, mm -hmm. of amazing to to the work that you're doing so what is yeah i i, yeah. I will say that's that's true and, and but i you know also say that that it takes you know it's it's not i don't think it's just like we got lucky i think mm -hmm. it takes um mm -hmm. i think it takes a lot of communication i think it takes mm -hmm. a background in communication back in you know, 2009, um, you know, I, I, I was an alcoholic. I was drinking every, every day. She was like, I'm not, I'm not going to stay on for this kind of a thing. And I like, I, God brought me to my knees. Like I was a, I was what I called a Christian atheist at that time. And, you know, I believed in God, but there wasn't a lot about my life that was, was modeling, you know, a God-like life, you know, a, a, a Jesus life. Mm -hmm. And so uh, God had to bring me to my knees to, to get me beyond that. And I went through, I think we went through two years of couples counseling. I went through six years of individual counseling. And I think that where we are today is a product of that effort. It's a product mm -hmm. of taking the harder road. It's a, it's a product of, of really kind of, of um, you know, everybody struggles. You know, everybody has, a, has it struggled seasons in their marriages and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think that we're just an example of a couple that stuck through it, that persisted, that did the work, that, yeah. you know, now are reaping the benefit of, of that, you know, but um, yeah. Well, even, even in like this day, like it's so easy for couples just to quit. Like that's just 
normal now is like they don't want to try they don't want to you know give any kind of effort if you're not happy they get divorced right so, i mean you can probably see it during even covid oh yeah Big everyone's time. getting divorced i'm like oh my gosh they don't like each other like Big that's time. they've spent too much time with each yes. other <laughs> but for us i mean we're thriving we love it we i mean like he said we're around each other 24 7 and if we can have our kids with us 24 7 they're with us too so we yeah. are like a really tight little family i love that so. but, but you know what it's true and i think that intention that that intention mm -hmm. to make sure that you do whatever it is that you have to do to make it work because listen yeah. marriages only survive i mean that that calendar does not just happen organically there has mm -hmm. to be work and yeah there are people that that don't mind working on it they're in that comfort zone and they're in their marriages and they hate each other but you know it looks good yeah. on fa on facebook or whatever but they're not really yeah. <laughs> engaging with each other so that intentionality and and listen sean and i really appreciate that that you shared that because a lot of times that coming to your knees is what mm -hmm. gives birth to the most amazing relationships and the most amazing yeah. marriages because if you hadn't had that struggle or that hardship you wouldn't mm -hmm. have seen that that exercise of love that you had to have for each other to really come out so i i commend you both and i i love the example that you are i hope that there's something in the future to you know show people how it's done and, and yeah. what is well, th thank you for that. And, and I, think, I think that what you said is true of, of this season of, of time. So whether it was a struggle in a relationship like we went through or whether it's a struggle in business, you know, mm -hmm. like, like the, I like to say that the, that the valley prophesies the mountain. So the yeah. deeper the valley down, the higher the mountain up. Maybe a little Killy reference there. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, the, the idea behind it is that, that um, I do think that, that beauty comes out of the ashes. I do yeah. think that, that mm -hmm. you know, during times of, of significant tribulation, upheaval, challenge, mm -hmm. uh, change, mm -hmm. you know, that, that if you can make it through that, you, you come out of it uh, more seasoned, you come out of it stronger, and I think you, you come out of it with a richer... Uh, life experience that you draw upon that helps to make the experiences of your life past that point richer and better and mm -hmm. you know so I think that yeah we we do we do very much appreciate each other and respect each other and I think it shows that's one of the reasons why I love the podcast is that you know people could see us on Instagram or Facebook or whatever and think, oh, they can't really be that happy. Yeah. They can't really be that way or whatever. You yeah. can't listen to our Hope Radio podcast yeah. and not get exactly. our vibe. You know, exactly. like it's just, exactly. it's how we are. It's how we hang out. There's nothing about that that's yeah. that's artificial. That's just how, that's most of our conversations yeah. on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it comes through, it comes through. And I think what happens too is that, that you're, you're inviting people into the possible. Like what you just said, Jen, that some people just give up. And, and yeah. they just think it's so much easier. Let's, let's discard this one and, and we'll start fresh somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But, but the truth is that, that you're, you're bringing that invitation into, listen, what is possible? It's not that it's all rosy. It's not that it's all, you know, easy and, and, and fluffy and whatever, but, it, but it is possible. It is possible. And like you said, Sean, out of the ashes comes that beauty. And I think you, you you touched on something else that I think that a lot of times we're not being careful with. And that is what we are modeling for our children. And I believe that the, the most important job that we will have on this planet, if we are parents, is to, to leave the world better by the people that you leave in, in your children, what you're instilling right. in them. So can we talk a little bit about just that, what that parenting has meant, uh, what you see now as your children are growing up and partnering with you in business? That's got to be the coolest thing ever, right? Super cool. Yeah. You go? No, you go. Yeah. Sean is like, you, you know, go, it, it, I'm it is. Uh... I, I'm, I'm the, the, what do they call me? The ring, ringmaster, ringleader. Yeah. yeah. She's, she, she's the ringleader. If, if, see, which the ringleader is usually funny and the, and the clown and that kind of thing. Right. Like, so I, I say if we, if we're both clowns then we'd have a circus. So somebody, somebody's <laughs> got to be the knot clown. Right. Someone's got to be the not fun one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's super fun, but yeah, he's definitely keeps us all going the right way. <laughs> Good. So I'm like this. Yeah. You know, so the crazy story about, you know, kind of having a family business is I, I'm an only child mm -hmm. and 
I didn't know my biological father for the first 10 years of my life and grew up with a stepfather that was very verbally abusive, you know, um, would say derogatory things like, I'm never going to amount to anything. I'm not going to be successful. I'm not going to be, you know, when you're seven, eight years old, you know, those, those words kind of stick and stay with you. And I think uh, Jen, Jen had a very tumultuous upbringing. I mean, I think the one thing that we share in common is in the first five years of school, I didn't complete a full year at a school mm -hmm. in any of the first five years that I went to school. And she had a very similar upbringing. So I think that at, when we became parents, it was really, really important to us to model a different example of marriage and family and mm -hmm. parenting than we had grown up with ourselves. Not that I had a bad one or not that she had a horrible one or whatever, but it just was not, there were things that we certainly wanted to do differently. And, and so raising the kids, you know, uh, with four boys, our oldest is 24, second oldest is 22, then 16 and 14. So we had two kids very quick, mm -hmm. got overwhelmed, backed off for six and a half years, and then had two more, you know? And so a lot of people, when you, like, they just meet me and I say, how many kids do you have? And I say, well, I got four. And I explain the ages. Well, second marriage? And I'm like, no, just first marriage, but just got overwhelmed. Yeah. Backed off, <laughs> you know? But, um, you know, what was so funny is uh, two of my kids, my two oldest, tried to come into the financial services business with me. And um, it just didn't work out. Like, it was just, it was not it was not the right time for them. It wasn't the right season for me. It yeah. was not the right business. And so I had felt like it had kind of tainted them to some degree about working with us. And not that that was ever the ideal goal, but it wasn't until you know, it was just by chance. And that's usually the way that God works. You know, it's just like this random thing that you didn't put a lot of thought into Absolutely. that becomes the moment where your life changes. And for me, that was buying our first house that we wanted to flip you know, I'm, uh, Jen was gone. She was doing a running race and I called my oldest Colby and I said, Hey, I, I got a sledgehammer, a couple other hammers. I got some goggles. You know, you want to come tear up a house with me? This, we, we just bought this house. And he's like, sure. And so he shows up. We had a blast. We filmed some videos. We had a good time. You know, the, the, the boys and I were laughing the whole time. Colby's like, you know, we still stuff to do. You want me to come back tomorrow? And I'm like, sure. You know, a year and a half, two years later, he's still part of the business, you know? And so then we tried to work. Gavin is really, our second oldest is really smart with social media and cameras and things like that. So we found a way to work him in. And then the two younger kids are really good at breaking stuff too. So when we had to demo a house, they'd come along with. And so it, it's, you know, it, it just happened, you know, it was just a blessing. It was just, it was organic. It grew out of, you know, I think me being obedient to getting out of the whole financial services business and hearing that small voice saying, yeah, you know, I'm like, Lord, you want me to walk away from a seven figure a year business? And he's like, yeah, I do. And I'm like, well, crap. Okay. I guess I, I, I will do that. You know? And so like, and then I asked you, are you nervous? Or she's asked me, Yeah. you're like, are you nervous? And like, you're leaving, like you've been doing this for 22 years. And I'm like, there's no part of me that's nervous. I really feel like God has called me to do this and he'll, he'll show me the way and whatever happens, happens. And, and I think that that's what's happening right now with COVID. Like, quite honestly, you know, it would have been really easy for us to not have done Hope Radio Podcast had COVID not hit and everything would have been clicking along yeah. and we'd still mm -hmm. be flipping houses, yeah. you know? And we yeah. wouldn't have put as much thought or effort into streaking with the cool kids, you know? Right. So this whole time to reflect this whole pause has allowed him to really kind of develop these mm -hmm. other ideas that we that we that were part of his plan originally that yeah. we had no idea of but now we're just kind of being open to like where is it going to go mm -hmm. what's going to happen you know and it's kind of funny you put it you you mentioned something you know like us and the show and like our personalities and mm -hmm. And all that kind of stuff. Well, in, in uh, renovating the houses, we've had several opportunities for uh, production companies. We've actually had people come out and film us for maybe a flipping show or whatever. Mm -hmm. Nothing has worked out yet, but we have a really prophetic friend that said, you know, those shows don't capture who you are. You guys are more than just flipping houses. And so it's an opportunity now through all of this with mm -hmm. what we're doing to, I think, I think rise. And I heard about Joe Rogan, you know, he got signed with, you know, uh, Spotify, you know, some mm -hmm. big contract. And I'm like, you know, wouldn't it be awesome if some wholesome character centered, Christ centered, 
couple were able to develop some sort of a show that got a following where people were paying attention to it. Like, why is Joe Rogan the number one podcast in the country, right? You know, like, I like the guy, but right. I don't like him that much. But like, yeah. there should be a better example of that. So who knows where it's going to go? Yeah. Who knows where yeah. Streaking or Hope Radio mm-hmm. or our Live Salt and Stone home flipping mm-hmm. business. But we're just trying to pay attention to what God's yeah. telling us to do and be obedient and sure. faithful and trusting and I love it. I love it. And and that's and that's what it is. I think what comes out of the trust and as you were describing the that that you know that things didn't work out in the financial with your sons. Imagine if it had and then you would have felt stuck. And you know, yeah. hindsight yeah. is always 2020 and and we look back, but I always think about the perfection of God's timing and the perfection of the process. You know, we're playing I don't play chess. I wish I knew how to play chess. I'm going to have my granddaughter teach me one day, but how he's just a hundred steps ahead of us. Just saying, just, yeah, just, just go, trust, just go. If you, if you understand that and and you really believe that it's so peace giving, it's so freeing. It, It allows you to not like live. Like I could not imagine going through COVID without my faith. Yeah right now with all the un- unsettling the change the 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 lack of certainty the mm-hmm. unknowns you know like just without without like i just i god i trust you and i'm just one day at a time right yeah. that's what i love about streaking is you know it's mm-hmm. just one mile one day at a time yeah. like don't get ahead of yourself yeah. you know like it's just it is what it is it's basic just one day at a time Absolutely. And I, and I think that that trust and that, that understanding, which is, which is sometimes the only way, you know, you wish you could instill that in your kids and you, and you try to instill that they can only learn if they go it through it themselves. And I remember, and you just said something, Sean, which I didn't know. And I had sort of a similar story. My um, mother, when she was five months pregnant, my father went back to Cuba. So I didn't meet him until I was 11. And, and, you know, we grew up in a very typical Cuban, you know, our nucleus is, is, is what everyone calls an extended grandma, grandpa, you know, an aunt, my mom and four cousins, and I'm an only child, but I didn't grow up as an only child. And I wouldn't trade my childhood for anything in the world, but I was dead set on doing it different for my kids. So when we got married and I, and I said, listen, buddy, you know, unless you beat me one day, we are never getting divorced until my kids are grown because they are not growing up fatherless. And, and, and there were so many things that we wanted to do different. So my children, and I think I may have shared this with you before, are they're 32 and 30. They're yeah. my partners in the business and they're, they're brilliant. You know, they, the way that they see the world is very different than than for me as a 52 year old. So they're bringing something to the table that, that we need to have to run our businesses in this new day and age. So I just, I just love that they're enrolled in the vision as well. And that you've invited them to come and play because that's the legacy. And I think that's, it's so important that we, that we focus on what is that legacy that we want to leave behind in our children, in our families. So yeah, so Jen, can you talk to us a little bit about how we can get involved with the streak? Um, oh, yes. So that, well, so that when it comes November, we're, we're all ready. <laughs> yeah. So, oh gosh, we, those are just like, we haven't really made all those details yet for November streak, but um, yeah. So the just, best, just way, follow you. The best yeah, way is follow to follow me on Instagram. I'm pink cupcake girl. Um, I, I update that every single day to let people know when things are happening. But um, I, what are the dates again? November 18th? Yeah, it'll start, it, what we've planned right now is it'll start to be 45 days streak. It starts on November 18th and then ends on January 1st, yeah. 2021. So like months before, like a couple months before, we'll start advertising it to, just to get people to sign up for it. It's completely free. Mm-hmm. You just show up, you do your one mile a day and at the end of the streak, we have you email us if you've completed the streak. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I I, the best way is social media. I do it all through Instagram and Facebook. Um, but that's, yeah. that's how you would join. Yeah. I think the best way right now is like uh, m- my task is ever since God kind of gave us this word that we're going to maybe expand it and, and grow it. Uh, I'm going to be the one working on the website. I'm going to yeah. be the one working on all of the 
logistics back behind mm -hmm. the scenes to actually right. turn it into what we want it to become. Mm -hmm. But yeah. the best way is just follow her at Pink Cupcake Girl on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, you can actually you can actually follow us on on Facebook too because you've got the Streaking with mm -hmm. the Cool Kids mm -hmm. group. There is a mm -hmm. Streaking with the Cool Kids group. Yes. On Facebook, um, and some of the participants from this last June's uh, streak are still streaking, so yeah. they're still posting, they're still doing that kind of stuff, so that, that group is available as yeah, well. Yeah, and that's actually, you have to requ request to join. It's a private group, and the reason why I keep it private is so people feel comfortable posting them running. Good. You know, because a lot of people, if you know, if say you're 400 pounds and you're doing your very first mile, they don't necessarily want to post a picture. So right. I keep it private so, you know, they feel comfortable. And everyone in the group, I will say this, you know, 6,500 stickers this year, Wow. I don't have any negativity. Oh, I do I not that. have people talking oh. bad about anyone in my groups. I think everyone is just so uplifting and positive. And I like pride myself in that because I've been in Facebook groups mm -hmm. and it's, it's horrible. Yes. So um, I do, I do love that everyone in there is just cheering each other on. And so that group is amazing, but it is it's a private positive. Group. It's yeah. encouraging. People yeah. are uplifting. They're oh my gosh. Inspiring. Yeah. It's, it's great to see that strangers become friends outside yes. of this and they've met up and done races together. And it all started with this, you know, little streak that we did with our family. So it's really, really cool. I love that. I love that. And, and hope radio, how do we hope radio? I know you're on, you're on Facebook and on Instagram. What's the best way to follow to follow what you've what you yeah so on. we've got a facebook account uh hope radio podcast we've also got an instagram account mm -hmm. as well same name hope radio podcast and uh we're available the podcast itself is on iHeartRadio. Mm -hmm. it's on apple itunes it's on google spotify stitcher you can say to alexa play the hope radio podcast and alexa will play the hope yeah. radio podcast so we're on all of the platforms uh for that and i think that we've got now 55 or 60 episodes mm -hmm. and so we've got i mean if you're dealing with addiction uh sexual abuse loss of a child uh domestic violence um anxiety i mean there's mm -hmm. there's just we had a story of a, of a cop that was run over by a gangbanger purposely trying to kill him you know as part of the whole you know let's let's uh, uh attack cops kind of a situation mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. like it's just been a, a there's a lot of different episodes a lot of different things i would just suggest if somebody finds it you know on wherever they listen to a podcast look down mm -hmm. the list we've got uh, all the titles there and if something speaks to you just listen to that show and yeah. if you liked it you can listen again yeah and and they're so uplifting i i listened to a to a couple of them since last week a few of them actually and just very very uplifting not only from the beginning from again that energy that that you all have which is just ordained and 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 god has did, blessed it did jen tell a better joke than me or did i tell the better no, joke? no jen 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 on, on on the ones i've listened to jen has been the winner winner chicken dinner my <laughs> jokes are all about food so from day one i only tell food jokes because <laughs> i love food <laughs> yeah that's that's hilarious no but i i just i just love what you've what you've created there in the community that you've created and i think it's just really 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 inspiring and i can see that it's just coming from a place of listen how do we serve how do we do this who yeah. needs us and let's just go to town so i i yeah. love both for that so Aww, any, any, so any words of advice for people as we're we're getting into um the the way past the second half of of the year already as we're getting into yeah. into the fall and back to school, whatever that's going to look like that. You yeah. <laughs> bless our uh, audience with just on, on what we can do. Yeah. I, th I just think, um, you know, the reality of it is, is that we're all dealing with uncertainty. We're all dealing with um, anxiety. You, you know, what is going to happen? What does the future hold? When is all this going to end? Yeah. Is things ever going to get back to normal? What does normal look like after something like this? And so I, I just say, you know, it's kind of like the street just, one day at a time. I mean, I, I think for us, we were just talking about it this morning, actually. We, we shot a video together down by the river when we, when we went for our little uh, hike. And I, and I just said that, um, you know, we all have an opportunity to, to be anxious, but I, mm -hmm. I think being outside, getting that mile in, breathing fresh air, seeing the squirrels play around, seeing the birds fly around. I mean, that it just, there's something that comes with being 
outdoor, no one else around, listening to God, maybe you're playing some some inspirational music, maybe you're I, I just think mm-hmm. that we need we all need a little a little patience, yeah. a little peace, um, a little one foot in front of the other. This too shall pass. Mm-hmm. This is a season. We all mm-hmm. any expert's gonna tell you yeah. it's not gonna last forever. Right. They just can't tell you how long it's gonna last. <laughs> and so I just think that idea of trusting in that it's not this isn't permanent. Um, and uh, it, it is a temporary season. And yeah, it's uncomfortable and it's unnerving, but um, it will pass. Yeah. And give yourself some grace. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I just really think look for the opportunities to expand and evolve. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is a great opportunity. I've been saying that to my kids. I said, you know, I what I what I would hate to see out of this is to have you miss an opportunity to grow and or expand yourself in right. some meaningful way. Don't don't waste the time. Be looking for the opportunities to to learn, to grow, to, to get better somehow, some way, whether it's a course, you know, we live in the greatest technological age that has ever existed in humanity. And so like you've got opportunities to learn about anything that you're passionate about. And I just say, you know, take hold of that, grow out of this whole experience, but more than anything, just, just uh, give yourself a little peace, you know, uh, be faithful, trust. There is a plan. It'll all work out. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, we just don't know how long it's going to be. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for that. And Jen, what do you call it when you're out in nature? <laughs> you said the, well, Oh, my dirt church, Her dirt church. I love yeah, that you call it dirt church. When we're out there worshiping in the dirt and you know, churches are closed right now. Yes. This is our dirt church. So <laughs> we love it. That's beautiful. I love it. I, I love you both. I, I just, uh, I'm blown away still count my blessings every day that that I got to meet you. I love what you're doing. I love the example that you're setting for all of us on on how it's done and how to overcome and how to be intentional and how to just push forward and and do it with so much grace and love and 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 a, a real servant's heart and generosity. So thank you, thank you, thank you for making the time to be with us. Um, I am blessed by you every day and folks, look them up. Okay. Uh, the hope radio podcast, the streaking with the cool kids, um, Facebook group, and, and we can't wait to hear more, but, but again, thank you both for, for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. you. It's our pleasure. All right. All right, folks. So you heard it here, go out there, do good and be great and, um, go to dirt church and go play outside. Have fun. (laughs) 